0: A Podcast 1 Production. Hey, I'm former Australian beach sprinter and fitness trainer Katie Williams. When I was competing, I would do anything I needed to do to be the best. But now that I'm retired, I'm trying to develop a more balanced relationship with my diet, exercise, and my body image. In each episode, I'll try a different diet or lifestyle challenge for two weeks to see if it helps me think, move or feel better. For the next two weeks, the challenge I'm taking on on is learning how to manifest. The reason why I want to learn to manifest is because I feel that right now I'm sort of in Groundhog Day. I'm not doing enough for myself and I guess I'm probably feeling a little bit uninspired at the moment. I know that I'm living in the moment, but I definitely want to be more present in my life. And I also want to be working towards my future best self or my highest self. When I was younger, I used to dream about winning my race. I used to dream about making the Australian team and I used to visualize my race and the result at the end. Little did I know that this was actually manifesting and I started doing it as a child. To be honest, I've never really done it properly. I've just visualized what I've wanted and I guess gone after it because I believe that I could. What I want to get out of this challenge is a vision for my dream life, a clear indication of what my higher self looks like and how I can work towards that every single day. I want to feel emotionally lighter. I want to feel more excited for my life and I want to get that energy back that I definitely used to have. She's in there, she's just simmered down at the moment. Before starting this challenge, I want to speak to Holly as a party. She's a mind, body, and soul mentor, and she's a manifesting coach. I'm so excited to get her into the studio to talk about what manifesting is, where do I start, and how you guys at home can start manifesting today. Welcome to the studio of Holly as a party. She is the founder of Manifestation and Magic, and she's helped thousands of women reach their true potential. Thank you for coming in. That was the intro that I could have never dreamed of. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you in the studio. You are the queen of manifesting. Thank you. And I know this space is a little grey, but you make it very easy to digest, and you can make us all understand what manifesting is. So please tell me, what is manifesting?
1: Manifesting and the way that I teach manifestation is basically the creation of your life. And I think a lot of the time when people hear the word manifestation, it can be quite elusive. It's like the secret visualization and people can get quite caught up in the almost esoteric nature of it. But what I love about manifestation is we can actually simplify it down to a few simple practices that at the end of the day is actually looking at your energetic vibration, the way you're showing up energetically and how that creates almost like this magnetised effect to calling in the things you want in your life. So that's pretty much the way that I look at manifestation, Katie, and it's been working for me all my life. What is your background in manifesting? It has been this kind of natural tendency towards dreaming big and also believing that anything that I dream, I can make happen. And that's always just been in me from a young age. You know, when you're in high school and you have those motivational speakers come and they speak to you and I was in year 10 and this guy was standing up the front and he was saying, create a vision board and put on your vision board all of the things you want to achieve in your life. And I was like, yes. So I went home and I put on three things on this vision board. I put, get my licence. I was 16 at the time, remember. Yeah. Uh, get a certain UAI in the HSC, so my school grade, and then end up studying writing at UTS. And by the end of year 12, I could tick those three things off my board and that was enough for me to go, Oh, this works. Like, yeah. This is powerful. And what ended up happening from there and how it evolved was every year I'd sit down and I'd do my board and my dreams got bigger over time. So I'd sit with magazines and I'd cut out pictures of and words that appealed to me. And I'd look at my board at the end of the year and I'd be able to tick the wildest things off my board. Like, for a while there, I kept putting Clio magazine on the board. I ended up with an internship at Clio Mag. I worked at Clio Bachelor of the Year for three years. Like, it was just mind-blowing. And I remember sitting one day going, why isn't everybody doing this? And what I realised is it's that esoteric nature. A lot of people want to know, yeah, but how? Yeah, but how does that work? Like, okay, I can stick a few things on a board. Like, that's going to work for me. And so what I started to look at with the mindset techniques behind manifestation. And so that's how my technique has evolved over time. And then creating this program where it actually looks at the yeah, but hows and yeah, but whys. And that's where energy comes into play.
0: So what do some people on your program want to manifest?
1: So there are some common themes that come up, which I'm sure you can imagine. The The main one is often I'm feeling dissatisfied with my career or with my, I'm putting it in inverted commas, purpose or passion in life. I'm feeling stuck. I need to call something in. And initially when they sign up to the program, they might think that by the end of the 12 weeks, they've got this dream job. And it's actually, it, it gets more intense than that because I get them to have a look at, okay, why are you feeling dissatisfied? What is this pointing to in other areas of your life? What are the feelings that you want to call in? And when they start to do this, work, it's, it's not just about the job. It's not just about the job title. It's about feeling unfulfilled in so many other life areas that they're like, whoa, I got to take a look at all of this stuff. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, people aren't coming into the program going, I need to shift my energetic vibration. Show me how. They're going, <laughs> I'm dissatisfied in my work. I'm dissatisfied in relationship. I'm feeling a question mark around what it is that I want out of life. And then at the end of the program, they're like,
0: oh, I figured it out now. Yeah. So they come in, they're like, I want to lose weight. I want to have more sex. I want to <laughs> earn more money. This is it. And I'm like, oh, girl. I want a Ferrari. <laughs> and you're like, hmm. So is there anything th- that you can't manifest? Not you, just <clears> in <throat> general. You can't manifest for other people. So it's kind of like Aladdin when it's like <laughs>
1: you, you can't make anybody fall in love with you. So when you're intention setting or visualizing or manifesting, it's got to be you. You can imagine someone else with you. Like when I'm at, like visualizing or working on a manifestation For a future home i'll be imagining my husband is with me but i can't manifest for trent to call in his dream job you know it's got to be you it's kind of like a self-indulgent practice so really putting aside the belief that doing work for you is selfish that's a big one that i see because if you have that underlying vibration that doing this work is selfish then that's what you're going to keep showing up examples of you blocking and self-sabotaging because you don't believe you're worthy because it's selfish and it's got to shift because this work is actually, when you come at it from a, I've got to do this work because I can show up as a better version of myself, then that's when the magic happens and you can be the better friend, the better parent,
0: the better partner, yeah. So I think that this question will come up. Is your program different to The Secret? Yes,
1: there is nothing wrong with The Secret. The Secret was like that introduction a lot of people took to the visualization piece. The challenge with that is it's just visualization. And yeah. it's what we we're talking about before, where people are like, okay, imagine myself winning the lotto. Why hasn't it happened yet? It's like, okay, hang on a second. Let's get pragmatic here. And I guess that's kind of the difference in my teachings is yes, a lot of this stuff is seeped in, you know, esoteric spirituality and spiritual practices. But at the same time, I'm quite logical and there's a pragmatism to You're me a journalist. as well. I, yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> background. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's the coming together of those two things. And and the basis of my program and what I teach in manifestation is because I am this person, it's, yeah, but how? How does it work? Why will this work for me? And the how piece is not sitting around and visualising and meditating and, come on, it's going to happen on my meditation cushion. I've just got to visualise a little bit harder. No, it's actually doing the work to shift your energy. Yes. And that's the piece and that's the point of difference in what I teach and maybe what your kind of secrets
0: Put out there as well. I really wanted to get you in to actually understand how we can manifest, how I can manifest properly. I didn't know from a young age that I was also manifesting, but I didn't know what it was. So from a young age, like I really wanted to make the Australian team and I trained really hard and I would visualize myself putting on the yellow and green jacket or the yellow and dra- green cap. And I'd visualize myself winning and making this team, or I would do it all throughout my sporting career, only through sport. So that's why manifesting has been really interesting for me because I have been doing it for a long time but I haven't been doing it in any other aspects except for in sport, really. But I wanted to get you into to break the, the stigma around it and actually make it a easy-to-digest logical piece. Yes, it's tangible. It's, yes. And you can get results from it quite quickly. Uh,
1: so for me, it's like what you're explaining there, Katie, is you did the piece of visualizations. You're imagining yourself in the green and gold, right? But what you also did is you matched it with action. You were training, you were showing up, you were actually putting in the action teamed with the visualization. And this is one of the pieces that I teach in the program and that I speak with clients about is I feel a lot of the time we can get disheartened by practices of visualization or manifestation or vision boarding, whatever your practice is, because we think, oh, well, I've imagined it, I'm putting it out there, nothing's coming. And most of the time it's because we're sitting on our hands waiting for a free handout from the universe, but we've not actually done anything. We've not sent the email. We've not reached out to the person. We've not had a look at our finances and gone, hang on a second, if I want to call in a million dollars, do I have the financial foundations to actually (laughs) hold that if it were to happen, you know? So what you've explained is perfect. You've naturally had this inclination toward action. And that's one of the many, many pieces of manifesting. So,
0: You also have to attach feeling to it as well. So you can't just go, you know, I want to get this job and just, you know, throw it out there without the attached emotion. And also if you believe that you're not going to achieve it, you're never going to take the step forward. It really is. It's like a self-worth and Uh self-esteem thing, isn't it?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you can recognize that, Katie, because a lot of people don't. And this is actually the first week in my program. The first week is self-worth. If you are sitting and going, that happens to other people but not me or I don't deserve to live my dreams, then vibrationally, that's your energy. Mm. And what the law of attraction teaches us is like attracts like. So if you are literally telling yourself every day, that doesn't happen to me, I don't win anything is a very common belief that people say, like, oh, I never win anything. Yeah, that's what you're attracting because that's what you're putting out there. So the self-worth piece, it's the first piece of the puzzle. If you don't feel that you're deserving of your dream life, then you're going to experience resistance. Resistance. And yeah, your vibration isn't going to be as high as it can possibly be. This is why the mindset piece is huge because anything around mindset, it filters back to some kind of self-worth piece. Yeah. If you're constantly working on and changing that, then your manifestation game is going to grow along with it. And this is where when you were speaking about feelings, I love that you brought that up too, because when you're manifesting and intention setting, if you're not attaching feeling to the outcome, you're missing a vibrational piece. So uh, are you familiar with Dr. David Hawkins and his scale of consciousness? I've seen it on your Instagram. You would love it. So he discovered basically the scale of consciousness, which looks at energy and emotion on a vibrational scale. So vibrating at hertz, right? So sound, you can hear sound, it's measured at hertz. Similarly, emotion can be tracked and measured in a hertz frequency. What he showed in this scale of consciousness is basically what can be considered low vibrational or low vibe and what can be considered high vibrational or high vibe. So this scale of consciousness is a beautiful tool to use for you to pinpoint, okay, where is my energy at right now? Am I vibrating at the lowest energetic frequency, which is uh, shame? Or am I a little bit higher up the scale here? Am I vibrating at neutrality, which is kind of in the middle, so feeling neutral to things? Or am I vibrating at love or at joy? The higher up you are on that scale, the more effortless manifestation will be for you. Now, this doesn't mean, and this is where people kind of feel disheartened, that you're going to be vibrating at joy for the rest of your life and that's how you feel. No. No. We're human, right? We go through that scale every day. We drop to shame and then we go to neutrality and then we go to grief and then we go up to joy. But what this teaches us is if you're going to be setting intention, if you're going to be working on a vision board, or if you're going to have a manifestation practice, make sure you are in one of those higher vibrational states. Before
0: you start. Exactly. Because you're setting that intention. You don't want to be trying to do it whilst you're feeling all these negative feelings. How can you put yourself out there if you're sending that email and you're going, oh, this is not going to bloody work. It's not going to work, right? You've got to be pumping a high vibes playlist, feeling really good about yourself,
1: and then going in the zone, doing the action and taking the manifestation pieces. And if that means you have to hold off for a couple of days because you're feeling in a bit of a funk, you've got to ride that out, then that's okay.
0: So the reason why I've got you in here today Mm. is because you're going to set me a challenge. Yeah. What's my
1: challenge? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. There are a few parts to it. So have you ever watched the video, The Water Experiment, before? I actually haven't. I'm so excited for you to watch this. That's the first piece of your challenge because what you learn from that experiment is going to be the foundation for your next two weeks. So Dr. Ramoto, and anyone can look this experiment up on YouTube, it's called the water experiment. And what he proves in this experiment is that the words you speak and think have a direct impact on the molecular structure of water. Now, why that matters to us is that the words we think and speak are directly impacting us at a cellular level because we are so much made up of water. Like, we are all water. So once you watch that video, your mind is going to be blown as to, oh my gosh, the intentions that I'm setting, the thoughts that I'm having every day, the way that I'm showing up is actually directly impacting my experience of life. So from that place, you're going to start to raise your vibration every day. And it's going to be your priority in the morning. And it's going to be your priority if you need a circuit breaker through the day. And there are so many ways you can do this. And I'm going to allow you to create your list of high vibes. So what makes you feel good every day? Some non-negotiables, though. Okay. So... First thing is, you're going to create a High Vibes playlist on Spotify. it's going to be your go-to music for the next two weeks. You have to start your day with that music. So good. As you shower, as you're doing the dishes, as you're exercising, your High Vibes playlist is on. The music has to leave you feeling inspired, uplifted, positive. We're talking Moana soundtrack. Like, you're feeling (laughs) the good feels, okay? (laughs) Second thing on that list is you're going to be doing a daily gratitude practice. Now, I know you're a fan of gratitude, but this has got to be regimented. Yes. Every day, three things you're grateful for in the morning, three things you're grateful for that night. At night. Yeah. This is going to shift your energy again up that scale of consciousness that we spoke about earlier. And what gratitude teaches you is to look for opportunity rather than obstacle. So when you're reframing your mind by practicing gratitude, you're going to see more opportunity for manifestation as opposed to roadblocks and obstacles. The third piece is you're going to be journaling daily and you're going to be journaling focusing on your intentions either for that day but ideally intentions that you're setting as an act of manifestation. So with your intention setting, you want them to be attached to a feeling like we were talking about. So I have booked X dream job and I feel abundant, worthy and secure Mm. or I have booked X job for X amount of money, and
0: it feels Y. Makes sense. I have sense. signed with beautiful <laughs> this brand for this amount of money. Exactly,
1: and it's as if you already have. Yeah, yeah. And you're writing those as your intentions, but when you're writing them, make sure you're up that scale of consciousness. You're feeling good when you're writing them. Yes. Okay? So they're the three pieces that are non-negotiable in your high vibe every single day, but I want you to add to that list. Like, does yes. anything else come to mind? What leaves you feeling
0: high vibrationally? Exercise. Beautiful. Meditation. Beautiful. Wim Hof breathing. Beautiful. And to be honest, setting boundaries around work. Great. Because I've been uh, working a lot over the last seven days. Like I worked over the weekend. I've okay. worked like eight days straight. Are you able to have
1: weekends over the next oh, two Oh, yeah, weeks? absolutely. Okay, so your weekends are non-negotiable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekends no work on off. weekends. Weekends off? Yeah. I, I want your intention on the weekends to be joy and play. Oh, Right? Delicious.
0: So good. I really want to call in some financial manifestations. Sure.
1: Yeah. What I'm Is gonna that s- okay? That's, it's so okay. Here's the thing. Specifically on money, we're going to do a root cause analysis. So yes. I'm going to explain how that works. You are going to write at the top of your journal, I feel uncomfortable in asking for money. And then you're going to write why. You're going to get to the root cause after five whys. What is that money resistance piece? Because once you have that, guess what you can do? Call in money. We can rewrite the story. And because you're going to be looking at the energy with the water experiment around the words you're telling yourself, your new story might be money comes effortlessly and with ease to me. And then you just repeat that as part of your intention setting every single day. Money comes effortlessly and with ease to me. And that's going to be the new belief that you're creating. So what I'm going to do is send you the video from that week. Okay. It's yes. pre-recorded. You got it there. If you're specific big manifestation vision is around that, watch that video and start to implement the practices from that as well, which is all around rewriting your money story. But also really simple things like cleaning out your wallet, getting rid of and shutting down PayPal accounts and accounts that you don't use anymore. Like all of those things, it's leaky energy. Leaky energy around money. Around money. So we want to have like tangible action steps that you can take to actually take back control of if it is money you want to manifest what we need to do is communicate to the universe that we're serious about this. Yeah. So if you're saying, I want to call in more money, but then you've got like all of these subscriptions that are piling up and you've got unpaid bills and it, it just, it's sending mixed messages. You want your vibrational
0: energy to be in alignment with no the No energy leaks. Exactly. So what changes should I expect from doing this challenge? I want to talk about physically how I'm going to feel, mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. and socially. Mm-hmm. So let's talk physical first. You are going to
1: feel in the next two weeks, more in your body because you are consciously cultivating how you're looking after your energy. And you know how sometimes you can go through your day and you're kind of like, I didn't even know, but I was starving all day. Or you just feel that little bit of a disattachment with your body and how Mm. you're showing up. You might feel a bit fatigued and sluggish because you're not paying attention to your energy. Because you're taking back control of it, you're going to be in way more of a I guess it's kind of like an intimate communication with your body every day. You'll be able to read its signals more, which means you'll be more in touch with your intuition, the gut feelings, the butterflies in your stomach, what feels like an energetic yes and no. So your body's going to become almost like a barometer in in what you're going to physically respond to. Emotionally, you are going to feel happy, excited, inspired, positive-minded. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to feel other things on the scale of consciousness. Like I said, you're human. So there'll be fear that comes up. There will be resistance. There will be discomfort in, am I dreaming dreaming too big? Am I deserving of this? But by the end of the two weeks, you'll be able to shift things much quicker because you'll be able to catch yourself in those stories and recognise that they're not serving you. Yes. Socially, what you might find is, and this maybe not necessarily happen in two weeks, but should you keep this up over time, which I hope you do, you're going to find that you're calling in more like-minded people who are supportive of your dreams and your visions. And this is a big one for people. Just you showing up in this way, you're going to draw more like-minded people to you. But what happens on the other side of that, though, is that people who no longer resonate with you,
0: will I've drop found away. that I've had that over the last few years. Yeah. Do you think two weeks is long enough to to learn how to manifest yes. or to at least get the steps. You are going to feel like a new woman
1: and it won't actually matter for you. I'm telling you by the end of the two weeks, should you have had that job landing or not because of how you're feeling. And if you keep it up, you will see what starts to drop in and it's going to be things that you can't even possibly comprehend because that's the magic of the universe. We think we know, we think we can plan, we think we've got things under control. I think we've just all experienced now how much there is not no control. control, but there's a lot that's positive as well. And that's what I'm excited for because when you're diving into this work, you open yourself up to opportunities that you just wouldn't, would have missed. You just would have missed them. And that's the exciting bit.
0: I do want to talk to you about some of the fears I have for this challenge. Talk to me. And one of them is my impatience mm-hmm. and my need to see results. Oh, put them to the side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do an entire week in the program on surrender and it's it's a big test in patience and trust. Trust is key when it comes to manifestation practices because, again, we can exactly plan our future and go, this is what I want, universe, where is it? And I want it now. It's not the way that the law of attraction works. Is like you've got to be shifting up that scale of consciousness. You've got to be putting the energy out and the action out. And then in divine timing, it will drop in. And I've got countless examples of this where it's like, why is this happening to me? Why isn't this going the way that want that I want it to? And then something happens. It's like, oh, of course, it had to happen that way. And so for <laughs> you, my girl, it's just, and I know you've had moments like that in your life too. Yeah. Reminding yourself of those moments and trusting. It's an act of total trust, a big piece to think about and something that I teach my clients is think about a time in your life where you felt like you weren't gonna get out of it and you were just like, this is the hardest, most challenging moment of my life. Yeah. And you've gotten through it, right? Absolutely. And you've been And and then you come out stronger. You come out stronger, you come out with the lessons. It's all okay. Now that's a that's a pretty intense example of what I'm trying to illustrate. But what I'm trying to illustrate is that things happen for a reason and they happen in their own time and there is always a lesson and a piece in it. If a manifestation you've set doesn't come to light, it's not because you did it wrong. If you were doing all of these things, it's because the timing wasn't right or something better is coming, coming along. And we don't
0: know that yet and it's okay to not know. So my homework for this challenge is it very fun I'm going to make a high vibes playlist, which is all the music that I love that makes me happy. I'm going to do my morning gratitude journal in the morning, and I'm going to do it at night yep. as well. I am going to journal and set the intention for what I'm after. Yeah. So I'm actually going to write out what I want. Yeah. And I'm going to attach that with feeling. Bang on. Yes. I'm also going to watch the water experiment, which shows the power of words. Yeah. And then you're going to send me a video on money mindset. Absolutely, girl. I'm also going to exercise. Yeah. I'm going to meditate and I'm going to do some Wim Hof breathing because that sets me up for the day and makes me feel amazing. And talk to me about your weekends. I'm not going to do any work on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs) And what is your intention on the weekends instead? My intention on the weekend is to have fun and just play and just be silly. I love it. I love this. I'm actually so excited and I'm so grateful to have you on. I'm grateful you had me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited for this challenge. Okay, so I've been dancing around like a maniac. I'm actually hot. Every morning I put my robe on and my morning routine has changed. So I wake up, make my bed have breaky, have my coffee, and I do my high vibes playlist and I dance around the house. Just doing my journaling this morning. I'm writing out the brands that I wanna work with, the opportunities that I wanna have, financially what I wanna achieve this year, and what I wanna achieve physically with my body. Performance goals. One, you have to believe it, and two, you have to solidify that with emotion. Throughout this challenge, one of my favorite things to do has been write out my best self writing out the traits of the person that I'm trying to become. So, my higher self, she moves daily. She responds, she doesn't react. She's not as angry. (laughs) She's kinder, she's more compassionate. She listens more, she talks less, she eats her greens. In fact, she eats heaps of vegetables. I'm only on day eight, I still have a little way to go, but I'm loving this. These challenges made me realize just how much happier I am when I just live a bit more. And let go. Okay, so for the last two weeks, I've been learning how to manifest, and the challenge is now over. So the question is Am I better for it? And the answer is Yes, I am so much better for it. For the first few days, I felt a little silly, you know, dancing in my apartment like a mad woman, playing my high vibes playlist, the top of my lungs dancing and screaming and doing all the things that make me feel good, but then also writing out what I wanted in my life and how I was going to achieve them and, and the money that I wanted to receive and the brands that I wanted to work with and what I could give back. But writing all this stuff out and dancing around my apartment and lifting my vibration, doing all this stuff during a pandemic just felt strange. You know, it felt weird to feel happy during these crazy times. And I felt weird to ask for all these things that I wanted during such uncertain times. So, for the first few days, it took me a while to just get used to that. But then, you know, day four or five, I very quickly realized what a powerful state change it is and how impactful it is to start your morning like this. You know, I felt like I got my mojo back. I started to feel really excited for my life and the opportunities around me. And then we got to week two, I felt so much more grateful. I felt more loving. I felt, you know, kinder to myself. I had more patience. I was trusting the process. Trusting in myself and trusting in my abilities, I felt like I had more fun. You know, I spent the weekends having fun with my family and playing cards and playing Monopoly and mucking around with my girlfriends, just being silly again. Because this challenge was all about, you know, lifting my vibration and my energy, I continued to meditate and I did some Wim Hof breathing and I continued to exercise. And I felt more connected during these practices because they're so grounding and it was so important for me to do this to give myself the energy for the day. When I got Holly into the studio, we spoke about what I was manifesting or what I wanted to call in. So I wrote out, you know, a list of brands that I want to work with. I wrote out the money that I would like to receive in. And, you know, it's a work in progress. But this last week, I've definitely had some opportunities come up and opportunities that one of them I've wanted for a few years, which is really cool. Um, And hopefully in the next few months, you can see this on my social media all come into fruition. So, I didn't have any checks rock up at my door, but I certainly trust the process and I completely agree that it's all divine timing. You have to do the work every day, believe that you can get there and take action. So watch this space because it's, it's an exciting journey. I did have a fear in this challenge and one of them was that I would resist doing this work in the morning. And that did happen. There were days where I felt like I had too much to do and I resisted doing this work but i knew that it was just an excuse and it was just you know like a form of self sabotage so i fit it in you know there's always time plus when i started the day off like this i had the energy and the you know the vibrance to want to get my work done i was productive and i felt better for starting my day this way this challenge really did impact my health physically for this challenge i had more energy i felt like i wanted to exercise i felt like i wanted to move my body i felt lighter Mentally, I felt sharper. I had more clarity. I felt like I had more direction in my life because I was asking for it. I felt calmer and more aligned and definitely more grounded and more connected to my higher self. I felt like I was showing up as my best self. I just felt happier. You know, I wanted to get out of bed in the morning. I wanted to have my high vibes morning, listening to music, journaling, doing some future self-work. It made me feel good. It got me excited for the day. Socially, I felt like more people were reaching out, wanting to chat and wanting to catch up. You know, people can tell when you're vibing and you're happy and I really felt this. Two weeks was definitely long enough to notice benefits. I actually noticed benefits within a few days. I'm going to continue this long term. I'm going to add in energy work and intention setting into my daily routine. Plus manifesting, I can add into my gratitude journal or I can even visualize it after I meditate. It's a really simple task and I can do it in a few minutes. I would recommend people do this challenge or just at least give it a go. Get yourself a high vibes playlist. Start doing things that make you feel happy and that lift your mood. Could be meditating, movement, singing, dancing, whatever it is. The other thing is if you're gonna do this on your own, you wanna make sure that you have clarity with what you want in life so that you can ask for it. You also have to have the belief that you know that you can do it. Plus it needs to feel aligned. So you need to get some daily practices to help you feel more grounded. So the main question is, did learning how to manifest help me think, move or feel better? And the answer is yes. So that's it for my two weeks of learning how to manifest. If you want to see the behind the scenes of this challenge, check out my Instagram at Katie Williams. My next challenge is quitting coffee with Reese Carter. Join me next time to see if I'm better for it. Better For It was presented by Katie Williams and produced in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Lindsay Green. Audio producer, Darcy Thompson. And executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. For more episodes, head to podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Better For It Podcast.